I'm Carrie Nolan. It's Monday, August 20th, and time for WQXR's Washington Report Online. Joining us now, as he does every Monday, is David Sanger, Chief Washington Correspondent for The New York Times. Good morning, David. Morning, Carrie. David, in the nine days since GOP candidate Mitt Romney named Paul Ryan as his running mate, it seems the overall tone of the presidential campaign has become overwhelmingly nasty, with the number of negative ads skyrocketing. So how is Romney's choice of Ryan working out for him? Well, I think that uh, it's working out uh, positively for him in that it's brought a lot of energy and excitement to the campaign and particularly to the Republican base, which sees uh, uh, Congressman Ryan as a Tea Party member and really much more of a committed ideologue than Governor Romney himself. In fact, we're in the odd position right now that in some ways among the base, I think you'd say the vice presidential candidate is significantly more popular than the presidential candidate. The downside uh, for Governor Romney is that when he got Congressman Ryan, he also got the Ryan plan, including the cuts in in Medicaid that would go along with that uh, budget balancing plan. And so for the past week, you have seen uh, the governor try to embrace the candidate and not necessarily embrace his plan. And that isn't working. On the other side of the aisle, President Obama's been spending a lot of money on advertising, but his poll numbers aren't improving. What explains that? Well, I think at this point, there are very few undecided voters. It's really a very small pool of voters in a very small number of states that this campaign is beginning to focus on. And what you're discovering is that many in President Obama's base may not be entirely happy with the past three and a half years, but they don't feel like they've got any place to go. And if anything, the selection of Congressman Ryan on the opposing ticket has probably hardened some of the commitment among the loyalists to President Obama. But among the undecideds, he doesn't seem to be picking up very many. And uh, I think that you're going to see almost individual targeting of voters over the next three months as the campaigns both focus on this increasingly small pool. Finally, David, in recent days, we've been hearing a lot from Israel's leaders about mounting an attack on Iran's nuclear complex, perhaps before the election. Is this just political posturing or is this a real threat? Well, it's very hard to tell right now uh, if there is a possibility of a big October surprise. It probably would come in the form of an Israeli attack on the Iranian facilities. And very quietly, you've seen President Obama send over his defense secretary, his national security advisor, and others to try to talk the Israelis out of this. That said, in just about a week and a half, we're going to see the last assessment by the international nuclear inspectors about where Iran's program stands before the election. And it's very possible that the Israelis could leap on this to say the negotiations have completely failed and the program's moving forward. Now, of course, to the Israelis, there are upsides and downsides of attacking before the election. On the one hand, they feel that President Obama would not be in a position to object to the attack. On the other hand, There's always the possibility that if they wait, they might get American help once the election is passed. And that's a big roll of the dice for them. Thanks a lot, David. Thank you, Kerry. New York Times Chief Washington Correspondent David Sanger. I'm Kerry Nolan, and that's The Washington Report on Classical 105.9 FM WQXR.